Hello and welcome to our podcast on the ethics of buying a dog off a breeder. First we'll have Eva to start with off. Right, so one of the benefits of getting a dog from a breeder would be if you're looking to train a therapy dog or a seeing eye dog for the blind. These dogs are put into foster and trained until they're old enough to work. Um, my next point would be some dogs from the shelters may have physical or mental scars. Some people will find this unattractive in the dog and might not want to work with a difficult dog. Um, my next point would be there are certain requirements when you are adopting a dog from a shelter, such as a certain sized garden, and you might have a restricted time that you're allowed to be out when the dog is um, when the dog's home alone if they have attachment issues. Yeah, but I think people should be should offer the dogs a good home. So if you chose to adopt your dog, it should they your dog should have like a home with all these requirements so that they have a good life and that they're not mistreated. Yes, but there's the issue of if the dog is aggressive towards other animals or other people, it may be difficult to have friends and family over. And if you already have pets, you won't be able to adopt that dog. But you should only adopt a dog that suits you and your house and your needs. If you have ad- other dogs at home, you should adopt. If you want, if you want to adopt, you should pick a dog that is good with other dogs and that will suit your family. Yes, but some people mightn't want to wait to get a dog, and they might look for a respectable breeder. Yeah, but I think if you're adopting, you're saving that dog from a life in a pound or in a kennel and that if the dog has their own issues, that people should be willing to work through them for the dog's sake and for their own because even if you buy a puppy, they might grow up to have the same issues so you can't just say, oh, well, if I buy them, they'll be fine. Yes, but some people mightn't have the time or the patience. So should people get dogs for Christmas then? No, people shouldn't be allowed to get dogs for Christmas because, as you can see, in different shelters, dogs are do- dogs and cats and all of the types, all the animals, they're gone for Christmas because everybody wants to give their daughter or their son or whatever a puppy, and then they all there's an inflow of dogs after Christmas because people don't want them anymore and they're too much hassle and it's too hard to look after them, so they're all just lobbed back into the pounds. I actually agree with that point. Um, you shouldn't like buy a dog at Christmas if you've never owned a dog or anything because they'll just end up in the shelters. Thanks for listening. This was Shauna, Ava and Eva. Hello and welcome to our podcast unboxing. My name is Aileen and here with me is Jamal, Caitlin, Femi and Ava and Connor. Caitlin, in your opinion, who do you think will win the Wilder vs Fury fight part two? Uh, I think Fury will win as he has a, he wants it more and he has a better raw boxing technique and a longer reach. Femi, what about your opinion? Well, in my opinion, I think Deontay's way more dedicated than Fury. And I think Deontay's a much better fighter than Fury also. And I think he's more powerful than Fury as well. Caitlin, how do you think the fight will end? I think Fury will win on points. Femi, how do you think the fight will end? I think the fight will end with a knockout. And Deontay will knock him out in the fifth round, probably sixth. Fury has since changed his trainer, so it will be interesting to see if this has paid off for him or not. It may affect his performance in the fight. Thank you for listening to our podcast. This was Aileen, Jamal, Caitlin, Femi, Ava and Connor. Goodbye. Hi, I'm Sophie and I'm here with Katie, Michelle and Jody, and we're going to discuss what makes a serial killer and mention a few examples as well. 
So we're just going to get started. The first question I was going to ask is, do you think serial killers have to suffer with something like mental illness or to go through a traumatic experience in their childhood to do what they do? Or do you think they develop a certain tendency to kill like throughout their life? Um, I think that like no one can just kill someone and be like mentally stable. You know, like they have to be insane in some way to be able to take someone else's life. And I think even like kids, like from a young age, can like kill insects and stuff like that, which can lead on to bigger things like killing animals, and then it can go on to something else. Like I feel like they definitely have to be born with something, and it just gets triggered in one way or another that leads them to like commit the crimes they commit. Yeah. No, I don't think there's a yes or no. Like, I think anyone can be a serial killer and, like, it just depends on... Um, it could either be how they grow up or just, like, just just start to build up tendencies to just do it. Like, anyone can be it. Like, it depends. Yeah, I'd say I agree with you. Also, like, in your opinion, if someone does have a mental illness, do you think they should be treated in an asylum or sent to prison, like, punished for what they did? Oh, definitely in prison and, like, suffering. Uh, but also getting treatment. Like, they should be, like just there yeah deserves to be helped kind of thing yeah yeah i don't think i don't think somebody should go to an asylum or a mental hospital i think that they should get the help that they need like obviously there's something clearly very wrong with them so they should get the help they need but while they're in the prison while they're doing their time because like legally the punishment is like in prison so i feel like it's not fair to like anybody else who's done a crime if they're out there getting the help they need like i know that there's certain hospitals and places where they can get like help like that as if they're in an asylum but like being kept away from everybody else because even being in prison after that like even if you've done like even if you've stayed in an asylum for a while even being in a prison after that back with people back with prisoners like it could just like mess you up again and it could be like even worse i i think if someone is proven very like mentally unwell they should definitely be sent to a mental asylum because like they're obviously not in the right state of mind to be around people who could possibly like you know like it could it could cause serious yeah it could cause serious like violence or like whatever i think they should just be like sent to where they should they're supposed to be because a mental asylum isn't exactly like the nicest place either no. so like if they yeah exactly yeah. like obviously we were saying earlier that like if someone is a serial killer they have to be kind of not right in their head anyway but like if someone's seriously like mentally unwell they should definitely be sent to what, the they, proper place to be treated sent there for like life as in like the same like convi- like as no. same sentence same yeah. different sentence, place but just a different no. yeah I don't think so. Don't think so. Really? No, I don't think so. I think that they should get the help that they need while they're in there then and doing their time. Like, you can't... Like, let's just say they get, like, 25 years and then they're going doing, like, one or two years in an asylum. Like, that's, is, that, is that one or two years after 25 years in prison or what? But like, I think I th- that they should be in the mental asylum for the sentence that they're given. Like, the whole... Like, serve the whole sentence in the mental yeah. asylum. I'd say I'd agree, only because, depending on how long they get actually in prison, like, once they're let out, I'd say if they're not actually, like, treated and dealing with the problem they have, they can easily go back and do the same thing again. So, I'd I'd say I would agree. But when we're talking about prisons, do you believe in the death penalty? I know we don't have it in Ireland, but they do have it in America. Do you believe Um, that's right? I, I don't think it's right at all, because I feel like it's just such an easy way out for some people. Like, obviously, when you're in prison, it's not a nice environment to be in, and I feel like it's just so easy to just, like they've gotten rid of all the kind of horrible ways of the death penalty like I'm pretty sure it's just an injection or whatever that they get now so I feel like it's just such an easy way to just like why do you think they should like have human life like they took away someone's life so they they shouldn't they don't shouldn't have it you know they shouldn't have that satisfaction that they're still living kind of thing and they got rid of someone else's life so they're not exactly being punished though if they're just like if they just die you know what I mean they are though like I don't I don't think it's fair that like if I agree with the death penalty because I don't think it's fair that like 
if you yeah like if you if you kill somebody and let's just say you get life and your time's like 30 years 34 years after 34 years you could go back out like you could move country you could change your name all of this you and you could have exactly yeah. so you just yeah. sort of a chance at life you've ruined somebody like, else's yeah, life yeah but I you've think that you should family. have to live with what you did like you should just be in prison like that's what that's what you should do you should serve your time the likes, there's the likes of some prisoners who will go in there and fake it and be like yeah exactly yeah like fake I'm better life. I'm fine yeah. like fake their head yeah, and you go out and kill again yeah but you have to serve what you have to serve like just because you say you're better doesn't mean you just get out automatically well, so like um like like prisons like they um they would be like oh they look like they're doing like good and you know might give them like kind of parole thing yeah, where they let yeah. them off like give them a chance because they look like they're doing all right so yeah i'd say i agree with you but um there is a lot of serial serial killers out there that we know of but documentaries as well netflix is really good for making documentaries on them do you think documentaries are good for raising awareness to the world on serial killers or do you think it can cause people to kind of repeat the actions of oh, a serial I th- killer i think it depends who watches them like there could be some the wrong people watching them. Could be the wrong people watching them when they get their um, feel the need to just do them actions and stuff. And um, yeah, it just depends. Okay, well, we're going to go on to our last question. Do you think there's a reason to why the ratio of male to female killers is a lot higher, like on males? There's a lot more male killers. Um, I actually don't know any like female I like. <laughs> I don't know any well-known like female killers, and I don't know if there's a reason for that. But I feel like it could be something to do with like how men want to be more in control of things, or, like they want like a sense of power. But I don't think you can just say like, oh, because you're a man, you're a serial killer. Like, obviously, yeah. that doesn't that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, that's what I I agree on that as well. I don't think it's fair to say like, oh, you're a man, so you're more likely going to be a serial killer than a woman. Like I'm sure. I don't really know of many, but like I'm sure there is a plenty of like women serial killers out there, and I just don't think that like I just don't think it's fair to like put it on men saying like, well, you're more likely if there's a woman and a man standing in front of you. I don't think it's fair to say you're more likely to do that. Like everybody has the same like likelihood. Everybody has the same chance of like doing yeah. the same thing. Okay, well we're gonna wrap it up there. Thanks for listening to what makes a serial killer, and we'll see you next time. There you go. Hi, my name is Beatrice, and welcome to our podcast. Today I am joined by Ellie, Alva, Anna, and Emmanuel, and we will be discussing the death penalty. We are interested to find out what people's thoughts are on this subject. Ellie, do you agree with the death penalty? Uh, yeah, I agree with the death penalty because I believe that some people don't deserve to live after committing a crime, for example, murder. Alva, what are your thoughts on this? Um, I don't believe the death penalty is right. I think if someone killed someone, they should be in jail and suffer rather than be put out of their misery. Uh, I don't believe in the death penalty because people shouldn't decide who lives and dies. So. Um, I don't know, I just feel like one of the basic human rights, like, you can't really take away their right to live. Like, no matter, like, how bad they've done, like, I just don't think that's right to take someone's life away from them. Um, Emmanuel, in your opinion, should the death penalty be in Ireland? Uh, I don't believe it should be in Ireland because it's in America, which is a bigger, bigger country, so it has more crime, and Ireland doesn't really have that much crime, so, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't feel like it should be in Ireland because, like, people are already getting murdered, and, like, I just don't see how it would help by killing more people. Um, I don't think it should be in Ireland or any country, really. I don't think it's right to take someone's life away from them. Yeah, no, I don't think it should be in Ireland. 
Aber, um, do the victim's family deserve justice if one of their family members have been murdered? Um, I don't... I think they deserve justice as in finding out who murdered their family member and to be put in jail. But I think justice for the family, I don't think it will give them closure for the person who killed their family member to die rather than for them to be know that they're in jail and locked up and won't be allowed out. I think that's better for them. Yeah, I agree. Anyways, if, if you killed someone else, don't you deserve to die as well? I don't think, well, it depends. Well, you deserve to die, but we're, we're not, we're, like, we don't decide who lives and dies, so you shouldn't, like, kill somebody, like, by your own hand. But, yeah, it's deserving of, of the death penalty, but, yeah. Um, last question. Should there be an age restriction? Um, yeah, I think there should be an age restriction. For example, if you're 14 and committed a murder... Um, you're most likely to be like immature or have like mental issues. Yeah, I just feel like that. Like, if they get put in jail, they'll be out when they're like 30 or 40, and they could start like a new life over again if they just made like a mistake. I think again, like if you're a minor who has murdered someone, I think as a minor, a teenager, you're not like fully mentally developed, and you could have psychological issues as well if you were to commit crime that young. So I don't think it's right to kill a child for someone who probably mightn't have known what they were doing. Uh, at like a young age, like age 14, 15, 16, even 13, 10, yeah, I think you know if it's right to kill somebody or not. So, yeah. Um, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time. Bye. <laughs>